Thank you. Hello, everybody. This is Worlds of Books. Today is March 19th, 2019. And tonight we're discussing the book Educated, a memoir by Tara Westover. I see we've got like a dozen people in the room, which is, I think, a new high for us. And I want to welcome any first timers here. Uh, uh, we we're we're real casual we just this, this is kind of informal we just kind of talk about the 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 book and give our thoughts about it and then the conversation kind of seems to take off from there i don't really have a list of questions or anything but uh i think there's plenty that, that we'll come up to talk about in, in this book and uh uh i hope everybody enjoyed it i've heard good things about it i there's really no point in telling you any background about Tara Westover because it's all in the book. I mean, it's, it's kind of her body, I guess. Uh, I, I will, I will refresh your memories. She, she was born in 1986, so she's 32 years old right now. Uh, she's living in New York City right now, and uh, uh, but I, I think we'll. Uh, she's she's had a tough road to hoe i guess that, that that's my opinion but uh i guess we'll we'll get into that as we go and and if you're a first timer you might want to introduce yourselves and maybe tell us a little bit about where you're from maybe and uh then tell us what you thought about the book and then we'll just kind of let the the conversation uh uh evolve as it goes so thanks I'm Bob Acosta. I'm over 21 and not available <laughs> to be here. I'll be brief as usual. I enjoyed the book very much. It was a struggle of two realities. The realities, and she said, of course, at the beginning that she, she used the Mormon church, but it could be any, any church. But she probably felt she had to have a religion involved. I'm sure they're fundamentalists in all the churches and so forth, the, the Randy Weaver group. But uh, it's a struggle, I'll only say it, it's the obvious, it's a struggle between two realities. Her reality as she becomes educated, in quotes, and the reality of her father, Sean, and a, a mother who watches it all happen, knows the realities, but stays with the father. Very, it's amazing that she was able to educate herself with all of her issues. Thank you. Hi, can My name I start is Kenneth Reed. My name is Kenneth Reed. I'm from Mississippi. I was intrigued by the book uh, stated uh, by Bob. It was um, two realities, and and some, I have some knowledge of church history, and I found this book very intriguing between, between the two realities. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Kenneth, and welcome. We're glad you're here. I'm Mary Ellen Earls. I'm <clears throat> living in Scottsdale, Arizona, but I'm originally from Cincinnati, Ohio. And um, that book scared me. It really, really scared me. I mean, I guess I'm very naive, but I just can't imagine having a parent so evil. And it, it just... Um, I, I just, I don't know, I can't say that I like the book because I just found it so frightening. And I'm very glad that she 
stated in the beginning that the, the, the Mormon church was not like that in reality. And, and I know that for a fact, because when I did my apartment over six years ago, two of the kindest architects I've ever met in my life were the ones who designed the whole thing. And they, it turned out uh, at the end, I found out they were Mormon. <clears throat> so I know better that these, you know, that's not the way the Mormon church actually is. Well, this is but anyway, and I thought the book was awesome. I've been raving about it to everybody I know. I think she it was good she put the disclaimer in there about Mormons too, because there are certainly fundamentalist families just like this from almost every denomination. Um, what impressed me the most about this, I think, in spite of, I mean, well, too, when she went to Brigham Young, it was a Mormon professor who took her under his wing and really helped her out, too. But she, Indeed. in spite of all this, it's clear that she still loved her parents in spite of everything. She didn't despise them. And it sounds like, in their way, they still loved her. It's just that they couldn't, the meeting of the minds just will never be there. And with her violent brother, I hope she never does try to go back. Well, uh, I think that in many cases, when someone has control over you, they hold it over you, and yeah. it's hard to break from underneath that. And that appears that if what if her account is accurate, because I'll you know I'll be the devil's advocate here, if you will, but throughout the book, you know, she said, "Well, I lied about this and I lied about that," so. Uh, you know, we're we're taking what she's written as her perception of what went on as well. But anyway, when when someone has control of you, it's hard to break from that barrier. And for her to step out on her own like that at the end of the book, that's you know, that takes courage to yeah. not go back to her family. You know, to, I mean, she loved her, um, or evidently she loved her brothers and uh, sister. Of course, her sister and she hadn't fallen out as well, but. Uh, anyway, Sean was tough. What he was a yeah. Lot yeah. He was I also uh, was really captivated by the book when I first read the uh, a little bit about it. It said it was religion, and I thought I'm not getting into that book, uh, but uh, <laughs> I, I did, and it didn't take very many paragraphs before I thought, well, this is kind of interesting, you know. And uh, I had a brief romance with the Mormon church, and I know most of them are not like that, but there is corners where there's still multiple wives and, and things like this. And this guy was off his, was mentally disturbed you know it was like another book that uh, i read where the, the man thought the world was going to end and so he sold everything and and uh was uh right off in the water uh, in a boat waiting for the world to end and that's kind of guy this was and and the what is amazing really amazing is without any schooling she was able to get uh, uh, into college and she was just so lucky the way the things turned out and she had 
an amazing brain mm -hmm. that would allow she her what would allow oh, her yeah. to do the Absolutely. things that she did. And I think, you know, me or most other people in that would be more likely to turn out like her sisters, you know, mm -hmm. like her sisters or her brother did. Maybe not as mean, but just like that. But it's just that she had an amazing uh, ability to to learn and learn quickly. With that. And, and when she found out, uh, like, she didn't know about the Holocaust, wasn't that something? She in the class and everybody thought she was making a joke. You know, yeah. and so, and so, I, I, the whole I was, thing, and it was narrated so well. I thought it uh, was narrated. It was. I thought it was. Yeah. I, I didn't know that it wasn't her narrating her own did, book. Yeah. Did you notice uh, when we, she would go we, back and visit? Uh, how, guys, how, can how, we can we let everybody talk yeah. before we start discussing? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What I thought okay. was, um, it was funny because when I first heard that we were going to read. A, um, a memoir, I was thinking, well, that's not really my favorite genre. And I was thinking, I don't, maybe this is going to be boring, but it was uh, quite the opposite. It was not boring at all and uh, quite an interesting life. And uh, I thought too that it was very like a miracle that she was able to become as educated as she did. And learn and uh, absorb everything that she did and even you know um, accomplish everything she did okay this is Liz uh, I very much enjoyed the book too I am also amazed that that I mean that what a resilient person she is and I'm very happy that she had an older brother who actually had some formal schooling to help her along the way. Um, and I, I guess I don't think of her father as being evil. I, he clearly was mentally ill. And yeah. part of his mental illness was this religiosity taken to extreme and way out of context. So, but, but surviving that is um, amazing. And I, I went ahead after I read the book and, and listened to some of her interviews on YouTube. And as Sherry mentioned earlier, uh, the thing that really impressed me about this is that she was able to gain a perspective where she could write this memoir um, from, a, from a point of love. I mean, a, a cautious love. I mean, she knows, she knows where she can't tread. She knows the relationships that she needs to steer away from in order to keep herself safe. But the fact that she wrote the story from a, a it wasn't a demonization of her parents or her brother, Sean. I mean, she, she mentioned in her interview that Sean was not that brother's really name. Everybody else had their own names, but she hmm. renamed that brother, Sean, so okay. that nobody would know who he was. Um, and, and again, no, would, that level of respect for what he put her through. I think the father was evil, and I have practical reason. He was on a forklift. And he pointed the spike right into her leg, you know, things like this. This is not a loving father. This is this is not a good man that says I love her. That was an accident. No. Oh, oh. No. no. I, think, I, think, I think there's others that haven't yet spoken. Oh, okay. I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah. Um, I'm Shirley. I haven't spoken yet. Yeah. And um, 
uh, you said just tell us, uh, you know, a, a little bit if we haven't been on this call. I think I might have been on one other call with this group once. But uh, um, as a couple people know, my husband and I live in Ohio, but we spend uh, winters down here in, in Florida. So that's where we are right now. Interestingly enough, we just joined a book club down here. And the first book they read last month, it was a new book club, the first book they read last month was Educated. <laughs> <laughs> and then I saw oh my you guys going to do it. I thought, that's great. I already read it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, it, was, it, it was just a fascinating, fascinating book. And I downloaded an interview by her also that somebody told me uh, about and listened to it. But I just, and, and I guess, this was done last year, the interview, and she was living in London at the time is what I understood, but I guess she goes back and forth maybe between the two places. But how in the world, it's amazing when you think about the fact that three of the kids, it said, had like doctorates and the other ones never even went to school at all. And how they went from zero education um, to, to getting you know, where they did is just a total amazement. I mean, you, this woman has to be an extremely intelligent individual, but yet you know that her upbringing is going to affect her life forever. And the, you know, the fact that her parents came to where she was at one point and, you know, tried to get her to come back to the fold, you know, you could say, and she almost did. And yet, you know, I was hoping that maybe by the end of the book or I would hear at some point that, that she had a family or something, but apparently from everything I've heard, you know, she never has gotten married or anything. And I would imagine, unfortunately, like I said, this has affected her whole life. Um, And for, for those of you who thought this book was fascinating several years ago, I read a, a book about another family Uh, called The Glass Castle that was made into a movie. And if you thought this was was good, you ought to read that one because it's about a family that's just as bizarre as this one was. And um, it was a great book. Um, You know, I really, really got a lot out of it, and I was just quite amazed with her. And uh, Liz, did you finish what you were saying? I did. did. Okay. All right, we're good. Hi, Carla, can I say something? Well, Carla joined us too. Yeah, Carla. Hi, Carla. Hi, I had Carla and Kathy. We haven't heard from in tonight. I, I don't know and what me. happened. It wouldn't let the Zoom client wouldn't let me in. It kept trying to tell me post attendee. Well, anyhow, um, I I found the book. Um, it was I found the book very fascinating too. It was a difficult read because all the horrible things that you know the father and the brother did, but. Um, it was one of these books that you were rooting for the protagonist, and it was a true story, and it was just so um, interesting to see how she overcame the odds and to see the effects that um, her past had on her and everything. Um, Somebody mute the phone, please. Bob, give me a break. You know, if, if the phone's ringing. I, don't, I can't mute it right now. It'll stop. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> Hi, may I say something? Yeah. Yeah. My name ahead. is Nancy Younger. Hi, folks. Hi, Marion. Hi, Shirley. Um, <laughs> I, 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 I'm Go sorry. Ahead. Go ahead. 
Go, go ahead, ahead, Nancy. No, I was. I didn't mean to interrupt anyone. No, go ahead. My name is Nancy Younger. I thought the book was fascinating. Yes, I. You know, I agree with Mary Ellen that it was frightening, but there these were survivalists, and I don't know how. I mean, it was amazing how intelligent and resourceful um, that Sarah Westover was and is and still is. And I don't know how she had the funds to go all over the world. I know she had scholarships and her parents had money, but I can't imagine how she she did a lot of traveling, but. And, and they, that family had so many accidents. The father was so careless. I couldn't believe it. I mean, he didn't care about their welfare that much. And he just figured that God would help them if they, if they didn't believe in medicine, you know, thought doctors were evil and didn't, you know, they, they, no one was inoculated. I think, I think Tara Westover became, uh, eventually after college, uh, after she, she eventually became inoculated, you know, got inoculated because she, you know, and it was amazing how three of the of the seven um, siblings um, went on to get advanced degrees. And I just thought it was fascinating. This other book that Shirley was talking about, the, the, that family was really, really in bad shape. But this family at least had some resourcefulness and they had money and they had, you know, they had running water and heat and stuff like that in the winter because they had the ice, ice cold winters. But it was, at first, I was hoping that she would go with her grandmother in Arizona, <laughs> the one down the down the road, but she didn't. But it was just a, a, a fantastic book in that in that it was like I was riveted. I just didn't know when. I mean, it was long, but I was very riveted by it, and I, I can't wait to hear her interview. Oh, nice. Okay, my turn. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead, Mickey. Um, we have to keep in mind that this guy was was really mentally ill, and no, it wasn't yeah. an accident that 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 he would throw things and that he did it on purpose because God would take care of it. And mm -hmm. if it hit, that was God's will. Mm -hmm. I don't, I don't yeah. think he was evil. I think he was one sick no. puppy. Yeah. Um, uh, I liked the book a lot. Um, I thought she did a terrific job. Um, I would like, I wish there was another perspective to see, for example, how how the older brother felt, or how how you know if if they saw it as bad as she did, or if she, you know, was was um, I, I don't want to say amplifying because I don't think that that's if she saw it differently from the way the boys did. Um, but I I did think it was well worth the read. <clears throat> Okay. Uh, yeah, Kathy. Uh, uh, I heard an interview with Tara Westover uh, on on Fresh Air on public radio before before y'all picked the book, so I, I was already interested. And I saw and 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 knowing that she got out of the situation was, I think. What would have what kept me reading the book? If I hadn't known, I'm not sure I would have finished it, just because the violence was so graphic. Um, but and but because I knew she was going to get out of the situation, I kept going. Oh, and then, and another book club that I belong to, that's not online, that's actual people going somewhere and <laughs> needing to talk about it. Uh, they're going to talk about it tomorrow, and maybe I'll get there, and maybe I won't. And, haven't really been able to get into the habit of going when they meet. Uh, 
but I'm, I'm, I would say it was well written, so I enjoyed uh, how she developed the story. But it, it, it was a difficult read. Okay. Patricia, you, you've spoken. I can't remember. Oh yes, I have. Uh, okay, yes. I thought you. I thought, thought you were all right. Well, this this is Alan, and I and I, I think I think everybody else has spoken. But uh, if not, y'all have to y'all you chide me uh, and, and speak up next uh, for for go, jumping ahead of you. Uh, yeah, I, I I really enjoy the book. I mean, this is one of the uh, few. I guess it's by it's by it's a biography. I guess you'd say. That reads like a novel because I mean it, it. It was as it, it read as interesting to me as uh, a lot of fiction books I've read. Uh, I, it, it's obvious to all of us that her family had some real issues, and, and even though her her dad was uh, mentally off, I will have to say the man was very intelligent. At, uh, uh, and she had to get her brains from somewhere because I mean. Yeah, it's hard for me to believe somebody had never had any formal schooling before college really could write a book like this as a first book. And, uh, but, but she did and she got her brains from somewhere. I think her mother's probably real smart too. Uh, confused, but smart. Uh, mm -hmm. that, that one, uh, that one scene in the book, I thought where she was trying to figure out was it trigonometry. It was some kind of math problem. And she took it, she took it to her father and he said, well, here's the answer. Don't, yeah. don't ask me to explain it, but, but here it is. And yeah. he had the right answer. So, I mean, uh, I mean, it was obvious that there were some brains in the family. Confusion abounded, but there were some brains there, too. So, yeah, you got to give them credit for that. I'm, I'm kind of like Mickey, though. Whenever I hear anybody trying to justify what they're doing by saying it's the Lord's will, I always, that always makes my antenna get up because I'm thinking, <laughs> look, I mean, God's not moving us around like chess pieces here, people. If you if you if you've got a reason for doing what you're doing, you want to you want to attribute it to God, then 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 you're confused about something. And uh, th they obviously were confused about a lot of things, and they wanted to they wanted to say it's the Lord's will for everything that they were doing. But uh, uh, anyway, that uh, I've got a lot of respect for this woman because I mean she was really in between a rock and a hard place because uh, she was trying to get herself educated. She obviously loved her family and stuff, but uh, she, she was trying to, you know, better herself and get herself educated too. And they, and they, uh, they wanted, they wanted to say she was uh, like crazy or possessed or, or, or what have you. So I, 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 I don't know how you'd want to go back to that because uh, that, that, that really is putting you in a difficult position. But uh, go ahead. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. I was going to say. I mean, I, I was about done. I was going to say, uh, she, uh, I've got a lot of respect for her because I, I can only imagine it's hard enough to learn when you don't have the you know the homemade barriers in front of you and stuff. The fact that she's done all she's done with what she had to, to get through is just re really impressive. So anyway, go ahead, Ladon. Yeah, I. There was brains in that family. Look, uh, he had that salvage business and uh, that pretty big business. He uh, had his children working for him, but they did some pretty big project. And then the mother with homeopathic uh, medicines that she made, you know, and she had people working for her and everything. They had quite a lot of money. 
So evidently, there's, you know, brains in the family. They are just kind of misguided. And, yeah. and uh, you know, there comes a time, uh, whether it's a friend or uh, a teacher or, or a family member, you have to separate yourself from that person because they, they are trouble for you. And that's the way it is with his, her family. She might love them. But she's got to stay away. If she yeah. would ever go back, even educated as she is, she might get caught up in, in that again. Because each time when she would go back, she would kind of backslide a little bit and then and then get out of there, you know. But their their brains, they in that part of the country, they they seem to be doing well. They had a really nice business, big home, and everything. What this book sort of reminded me of is when we read The Great Alone, that father, you know, the paranoia, mm -hmm. I know the circumstances were different, but there is some commonality between the two books. Um, Correct. What right. I do not understand, and I never will, is how a mother can watch a father injure a child and not respond. I know that's anti-Bible, yeah. you know, because they said you got to be subservient to your man. But man, my husband hurt my kids, and he's in deep trouble. No he's longer going to be subservient. <laughs> Hell no. <laughs> well, when, also, when 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 she when you know Sean, whatever his name was, was hurting her, and 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 she, you know, remember how she tried to tell the father, then the father, and then the father was uh, the mother said, I mean the mother. And she said she'd tell the father she never did. And she, never and he, did. And she, she believed no. Sean over Tara. Right. You know, when she, when she yeah. went home, the father get on the phone and, and call her brother over there. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That was the dog and had the knife. And the brother abused his wife too. Yeah. And he oh, believed okay. Sean when when he asked. He says Sean said he didn't do it. Yeah. That's you right. always believe the guy. Yeah. He threatened to kill people. He threatened to kill everybody. You know when they yeah. when they crossed them. Yeah. Marcia. Yeah. Welcome, Marcia. You want to you want to? Hey, Marcia. Hi. Sorry, I'm late. Oh, hello. That's okay. Hey, Marcia. Your turn. <laughs> Go ahead, Marcia. You can tell us. Go what ahead. You the floor is yours, Marcia. If you want. I, oh well, I I just I just walked in the door. I guess I got jumped to the head of the line, or <laughs> oh, well, nope. everybody everybody else has already spoken. So. Oh well, I I I really love the book. I'm not done with it, but uh, one that I'm definitely going to finish. I feel so so sorry for for Tara and uh, and her siblings and uh, Jean, the dad with is is he's nuts and yeah. Yeah. and and. Sean, her her brother, you know, he he went through so much, but uh, there was no no excuse for for uh, his abuse of her. And um, like I said, I'm not done with it yet, but I I plan to definitely keep going. But Marcia, it does pass for two hour rule. This book. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> way way past the two hour. Right. Way past. Right. What's the two I mean, hour rule? That's that's. <laughs> That's my rule. If if I can't get into a book or don't care for it after two hours, it's gone. Yeah. Oh, good yeah. rule. Okay. Yeah. It seems like Although a good some rule. books are really good books are a little slow at getting started. And, um, you know. Well, well 
Uh-huh. If, a book, if a book can't capture my interest after two hours, that's way too slow. <laughs> yeah, I can tell whether I like an author almost in the first two or three paragraphs. You oh, know. not me. Oh, yeah. No, I mean, me sometimes, sometimes it'll turn around a little better, uh, but usually, usually, usually I can tell whether I like their style of writings. I don't know, you know, not, not saying anything about the story that I'm reading, just the author's style. One author's style of writing may really catch me quickly and another not. Right, right. Well, this book reminded me of a book I read about maybe five or six years ago, and I please don't ask who wrote it, but it's called Under the Banner of Heaven, and it's about this... Don Krakow wrote it. I read yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, well, anyway, it, it's Crack. kind of basically a fundamentalist family, and what these two guys do uh you know they just decide one day they're going to kill and they kill one of their wives and i think they killed somebody else i don't remember a lot about the book but uh it it you know just goes into how they got caught you know they prosecuted them and everything and they blamed it all on god Get yeah. caught up in that, uh, like all in God. Uh, Jim, I can't think of his name, that had all those people drink the Kool-Aid. You know, Jim, oh, Jim Jones. Jones. Yeah. Jones. Yeah. Yeah. Some people get yes. caught up in that. Just and, and it's, you know, they're hypnotized, mesmerized, something. And, and it just, they know uh, another, another group thought that, uh, uh, that, God was going to come and get them and take them off to Mars or someplace, and they lay down and took poison and found the children asleep in the bed later. Yeah. I'd like to go to Mars, but not that way. Yeah. yeah. yeah one, right. uh, one, inter- really one interesting bad. item about this book was yeah. remember, you know, Sean abused her, and remember the time when she was getting ready to leave, and he handed her that hundred dollars, and he says, "Here, you can use this better than I can." Yeah. So right. showed, I, a, a modicum of kindness from her brother. Well, even look, look even how after all of the. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, sorry. Even after all the trouble, you know, and. That's pretty so, typical yeah, of abusers. They can be really nice. Well, when yeah, but look how he Sean yeah, protected her when when they were using that that machine to cut that uh, those uh, iron yeah, that's right. and stuff. And yeah. she's not going to do that. And they got him and right. dad got in a big fight and. And right. uh, I, re- Sean, I read an article. John had some brain damage too, also, didn't he? I, I read didn't a an article damage? a long time ago that said if you have one person in a family who has mental disease, the whole family suffers and has has um, at least remnants of it. And Sean mm-hmm. proved that. Yes. Um. Yeah, he did. I think well, he had mental illness. Also, I think I think da- the dad was was mentally ill too. No question. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 I'm not sure Sean was mentally what? ill. I think he just was one of these domestic violence people who could yeah. be nice one minute and has anger <laughs> management problems and. Right. Yeah. Well, well, that's a mental fight. illness. He was just like no, the guy that wants to go out and fight with somebody you know, and yeah. beat him up oh. and have a good time. He did say don't bring a weapon to a fight, a gun to a fight. Cause you but could, but you that's, know, that's mental somebody. illness if he's a violent guy like that, in my yeah. opinion. 
I have another question. You know, the the oils that the mother made, you know, and she went, you know, Tara went back and while the house is bigger and they've added on and added all this stuff. I've never, I've never heard of the oils before. Oh, can I say something to that? Yeah. I, I just Googled. It's called Butterfly, Butterfly Express Essential Oils. They're on Facebook. They, have, they are on Google. You can order their essential oils and herbs. I mean, so it's a real company. Wow. Okay. There are people that sell them, and, you know, some of them work. Like <laughs> one that's sort of calming if you sort of put it on your dog's head, it sort of calms them down in a thunderstorm. Mm -hmm. That's good for putting on your dog's head. And there are people that sell essential oils, and I've even been, you know, like to a, um, I don't want to say like a, a, a seminar or whatever, but uh, sort of like a class or something you know, where they demonstrate oh, essential oils and so on and so forth and and sell them and everything. I mean, there are people that are really big in that. So it's been around for a little while. But you're not oh, saying yeah. that her family was part of this internet webpage, right? Just that that's the name of the company? Uh, the, uh, I haven't seen, I've been looking as we've been talking here, and I haven't uh -huh. seen any mention of the Westover name, but it is I the, can't the imagine. company. They would be on the internet given their paranoia, but that's but really they're also they a computer. Yeah, they were, they're selling, they're, they were they're, they're hawking their business, and it's worth. Um, I, I didn't go to the link, but if you Google Butterfly Express, they will come up. There is one of the links in there. It says the network, wow. the Butterfly Butterfly Express. So it's 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 a big business that they've got going, and that's you know. Oh. Wow. I, Was that there? Yeah. Yeah. That wasn't, is that any of those oils that have the marijuana in them, uh, parts of marijuana? A lot I of people it. are, that's a big seller around the country now. Well, they're Mormon, don't forget. So they, yeah. they wouldn't yeah. be involved like That's that. right, they wouldn't do that, would they? Well, yeah. yeah these are the, more like, the, like peppermint the CBD, oils. The CBD or oils like don't have the hallucinogenic quality or, or the, yeah. Right. They, they just use part of the plant. Um, I think one of the things that I found difficult about the book in terms of upsetting is just the graphic descriptions of the injuries, especially, I mean, I really felt myself physically getting nauseous when they were describing after the dad, the explosion and the, the just the extent of his injuries and what it looked like. Pretty graphic. Well, you know, it, yeah, it, it, it was, it's a miracle that, I mean, they were, so many of them were injured so badly, so oh, many yeah, different absolutely. times. It's a wonder that, that well, somebody didn't die. And yeah, don't you see how it was factored in? One place it was really scary for me. Yeah, one place it was really scary for me was where they had the big cutter and they were cutting this yeah. big oh metal. God, yes. He was the daddy was making her. It was flipping around and yeah. uh, came close. Uh, cut us. Her cut her brother. Uh, that was Sean. Could have cut, cut her in two. Oh yeah, I know. Yeah. That was where that was, that was where her brother said, but she can't. I, again, it. as as you know, the the point. I don't know if people heard me or not, but if you look at the extent of the injuries that they sustained and that they were able to heal, that it was all it it fed into his kind of megalomania that God really is in control, and it fed, right. I mean, it just really kept that cycle mm -hmm. of of that extremism really alive, you know. Um, yeah, but it, it yeah, was yeah. quite exceptional. <sighs> yeah, it's, especially when the man, the, the the father kept 
he was the causative reason for a lot of the injuries and stuff like right. Let, let's leave it, he was you know, a, in the middle of the night to drive home to go Munchausen from, to from, extreme from from Arizona to uh, Arizona to Idaho in the middle of the night, and you know. If we wreck yeah. the car once, we wreck the car twice. Well, it's God's will. I mean, oh, come yeah. on. Yeah. Give me a break. Well, yeah. That's what he thought, yeah. So uh, Munchausen's is if, if he would have purposely caused the injuries and took whomever it was to the hospital. I know, I know, Marsha, that was yeah, just I, a, I was just an off-the-wall yeah. comment. It was, yeah. it was not yeah. serious. Right. Right, right. yeah. But... Uh, well, well he, uh, he believed that God brought him through all this trials and tribulation to teach him to, as uh, one of his teachers to his family. You know, that he, he felt that God let him suffer all these tragedies to make him a better person and a better witness for his service. That's what he thought the Lord right. was doing through him. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. 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 Well, it's interesting how Sean. How Sean tried to keep his father in line in terms of safety with the equipment, how he was the foreman. Uh, I, I kind of thought, well, that was nice of, you know, considerate of him. He, he, he was like Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde or something, you know. Yeah. Sean yeah. Was. I think, I think, I, oh, I forgot what I was going to say. Never mind. <laughs> I thought that only happened to me. Oh, I do that a lot. Oh, yeah. Do you guys think she would have gotten educated if not for her older brother having gotten a couple of years in there? No. Yeah, I don't no, either. I don't either. No, I. I that's like no. Not no. Right. Tyler really helped her. Yeah. Right. I don't yeah. know. She, she might have left because she would have might have escaped just because of Sean. But who knows what? I kind of think she would have been caught like her sister was and been oh. living a you know a life. <laughs> Because she was so smart, but if she had not been able to get it loose, she would have been caught there, and she would have been miserable. married somebody. And she, yeah. yeah, and she would have been miserable. Now, I don't know if she would have had the guts well, to do it without her brother no. kind of giving her a little mm -hmm. bit of a push, or even the tools, even the tools to right. do it. I mean, you know, he really. Are the hundred dollars? I mean, right. Well, the, I mean, yeah. She did have her grandmother you know her grandparents that really were trying to help but i i don't know i think tyler really was it was nice at essential. the end to see she was still in touch with him and still yeah under. tyler and and um oh okay, the other one that she's still in tony there was a tony, tony. i think richard yeah, tony. richard wasn't he the one next no she was the youngest right richard was next up from yeah, next. Right. Yes. He was going to get a PhD too, Richard, I think. He got, he's pretty okay, smart. Okay, Richard and Tyler, yeah. yeah. I, thought yeah. It was yeah. I thought it was interesting when she went, first went to Brigham Young, when she went into her uh, room and she was first there, and then a girl came in and she had on a, a top with a spaghetti uh, straps and shoulders, shoulders and everything, and it kind of scared her. She went back, went in her bedroom and get away from those uh, Gentiles. Can you imagine the the reactions of the Gentiles having to spend time with this almost animal? Yeah. Well, I don't. I didn't get the impression she was no, an animal, I, I but didn't, I didn't either. Really. But I, you know, they were taken aback by pretty the crude. fact that she didn't wash her hands and right. I, I didn't, what I didn't shower. Didn't use soap. You know. Yeah, I didn't I thought, understand I why she would be rotting food around. That that yeah. doesn't. I don't food understand that. Oh. At one point, at one point, they, they were 
together oh, well. and and they were discussing Art. something and she kind of shied away and she heard uh, one of the girls say she's very devout yeah i thought that, Go ahead. i thought that robin helped her a lot when she talked to the girls we wash our hands we keep the place clean and robin uh, got her to get the grant because she wasn't going to get it from the, mm -hmm. the bishop was helping i thought robin was pretty good with her as much mm -hmm. as she could be she was lucky she found kind people to help her and exactly mm -hmm. but, yeah. you know when she was in uh at cambridge and her parents came remember that when her mm -hmm. parents came oh, oh yeah, yeah. yeah they, they did have they had some money now to travel yeah. like that that's right yeah you know, i mean that so so they weren't as backwoods-ish as you would think as she portrayed it yeah when when you know the, i mean on the internet selling you know the products uh you know they're they're trying to make money it's they're must spending have taken, money right and left as well so must have taken a lot of guts for them to travel that far outside of their oh, own yeah. environment oh yeah they did not start off with money it just happened that you know through the years they were able to earn that and, and work mm -hmm. hard for it but and they didn't so, spend it on doctor education. No, so. no. <laughs> yeah. no. And, and it was clearly, it was clearly a situation. It was, it was almost like the Beverly Hillbillies. They had all of this money, yeah. but, but they didn't really know how to make it work. You know. Yeah. Now we had to save that money because the world was coming to an end, and you just don't know what you're going to need. Uh -huh. the, hell, the world's coming to an end. The money's not going to yeah. be. They had gasoline buried, <laughs> gasoline buried, so yeah. that they'd have fuel. Yeah. When it, oh, what, yeah. what about what about December 31, 1999, when they're sitting there watching TV and the old man is sitting there watching and it's twelve o'clock? Yeah. Y2K didn't happen. Right. It was. And you know, he Art, Bell thought, Art Bell thought it would. Oh, I had a neighbor who stocked up yeah. for six months because. Yeah. Y2K was going to happen. It was really sad. But he was kind of disappointed that the. He was. Yes, he was. all planned out. We, we didn't yeah. even no, buy an extra bottle of water for Y2K. Okay. So, like, if it happens, it happens. If, you know, it, it's, you right. know. But are not the, Mo the Mormons famous? Do they not have warehouses of food? Yeah. You know, they hoard. They yes, they do. Yes, they do. Like my sis, my yeah. sister's LDS, yeah. and and they they definitely stockpile stuff. <laughs> yeah, it's wow. crazy. Put that in the book. Yeah, um, I'll never forget when I was at a New Year's party at my friend's house on, on New Year's Eve of Y two K, and uh, these yeah. guys were <clears> always um, playing jokes on each other, and the one guy went and threw the the breaker ball. Oh. <laughs> That's funny. That is it's really sad. My uncle, my uncle's preacher, who was not LDS but a normal Baptist preacher, told his whole congregation that they needed to take all their money out of their banks and stuff. So he oh. took all his money out of his 401k, which cost him oh. a huge penalty. Oh, no. I would have loved to have met that preacher after the fact and said, I hope you're wow. going to bring him back for all the money. Oh, that's so they gave fine. all the mo their money to the preacher? No, they didn't give it to the church, but he told oh. them to take it out of the bank so that it, they wouldn't right. oh. it to pay. So they, would, they so lost he had a huge penalties. Penalty oh, all the penalties. Oh, man. Right. Yeah. Wow. Uh, Alan, 
I'm yep. told that we're supposed to be for 40 minutes. Uh, do they cl click us off, or are we okay? <laughs> oh, no, no, no. What's the book for next time? We can go longer than 40 minutes. But, uh, well, I, uh, I had a no, weird thing happen. It, it's acting like I don't, I'm not signed up because it said sign up or come in as a guest. And I'm like, well, I'm in a hurry. So I just came in. So I got to go in yeah, and see what's go. up with my account. No, I've I've oh, okay. seen that too. I just go in, I, you know. I, well, mostly we're here for an hour or more. Right. Uh, I'm on another. I think the forty minutes is if you just sign up for a standard account well, that you don't yeah. pay for. Forty you minutes. Can if have, MA, if forty minutes is for a free account, if you have a free okay. account. But if you're in a room that's hosted by a guy named Alan and others, you can mm -hmm. stay as long as you want, as long as he's in there. Right. Okay. Oh, well, then it just. Okay. But another host. If he leaves and somebody else is is uh, assumed then, the then host, he would name somebody else. Yeah, yep. yeah. it would right, be nice. Right, right. Okay. What is the book for next time? Yeah, that's good. That. Okay. Well, we're gonna read uh, Charles Dickens next oh, month. Oh, so yeah. you have you oh. have a choice of a tale of two cities or Great Expectations. Oh. So I've read that. Great Expectations, please. I read Great Expectations in ninth grade. I'm going to lose. Tale of Two Cities? I agree with you, Bob. Tale of Two Cities. I don't care. Oh, my God. I don't really care either. Well, now one of our newer members. One of our better, our newer members said Great Expectations and said, please. Yes. That counts some. <laughs> I say tale of two cities, please, please. God, oh. no, you didn't. Well, I, I've never uh, read Great Expectations, and I did read I never had That's a good book. Read it. Tale of two cities. But they're yeah. both good. They are both good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. actually, the, my, my favorite Dickens book is David Copperfield, but. Oh, yeah. 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 Great Expectations. Book. 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 Maybe we have Alan there. Have you got a coin? Just throw it up in the air. Yeah, just. Well, well, just uh, you, you choose, Alan. Or, or we can, or we can vote. April 16th, correct? Uh, the third so what Tuesday are we reading, Great Expectations? Well, April 16th would be the next April. meeting, right? Is that the third Did Tuesday? Yeah. yeah. Did he Two days right. yeah. Yeah. It is. Well, happy birthday early. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. April 16th, that's right. And so, uh, so yeah. what are we reading, Great Expectations, April 16th? And I there, there there's a couple of different versions of it out there on bar. Oh no! What? 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 What are we reading? Oh my god! I, I take Calm it down, you know. Yeah, we're gonna read okay. great expectations. Great expectations, and the DB number is. Hang on a second, let me. Uh, you read that? Yes, one. Five, three, nine, nine, one. Great expectations. Five, five three, three, nine, nine, nine one. Oh, okay. And, and yeah. is there two versions? So it would have a different DB numbers, right? Yeah, it would have well, and a different there, reader. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it's well, I hope they gave us twice. I think, yeah, I think I picked the, two cities I picked the one that's narrated by Graham Malcolm. I like him. so. Uh, and he's got he that good. wonderful British accent. It does. Yeah. It's good. Yeah. Oh, I'm, yeah. I'm so anxious. I think I'll read this next week. <laughs> well, there you go. So, anyway. left the meeting. So I hope y'all like. Uh, Maybe uh, we Dickens. can do I the do. Tale of Two Cities another time. 
Sure. The time on that book is seven. You mean Nick one, Pearl one, Chop Chop? I don't remember it being that long. I read it in Braille. Maybe they have a afterword or an introduction or something. What is it? I mean, how long? How long is it? Seventeen hours. Seven in twenty-five minutes. that's not bad. That's shorter than Mrs. Obama's book. Well, I, yeah, right. I, I went through a lot of his books, and a lot of them are a lot longer than that. So, yeah, I, yeah. You know, I thought, I'm sorry. What read... was the DB uh, number again, please? Five three five three nine nine one. Thank you, Alan. Yeah, you're welcome. So, anyway, Alan, what book is it again? Tell of two cities. Yeah. Great expectations. No, no, great expectations. Ex great expectations. <laughs> I've never great, read that's that. That's what one. I thought. Great <laughs> expectations. Thank you. Five, is that a romance novel? No. no. Well, no, it's not. I wouldn't call it. That. I, I, I wouldn't it's call a it classic. Uh, now that's the one with Pip, it, right? Yeah, Pip. Yeah. Yeah. I like that book. I really did. It'll yeah, be, it was good. I haven't it's read good. it in like fifty years. NLS Bard. It's it's classed as classic. Really? Internet radio. References. Me. Ken. Cool. Ken. Okay. Well, I, I'm going to slip out, but thank y'all, especially the new people that came. And yeah. We had, we had like 15 thank you. players. Nice. So that's great. Welcome. Thank you very much. Ken, are you still here? Before I leave, Christmas Christa. Caramel Murder 13. Christmas Cake Murder by Joanne. Go to book. Well, that, that objective, that, that has a good sound to it. That really yeah. Cool. yeah. It's, it's, it's a track. Ken? Is he still on? Kimmy, are you this still is, on? Yeah, this is Ken. I'm still here. Uh, I'm, I am the person that we, we hung out together walking in the Minnesota, um, uh, up the all those damn steps. Oh, I <laughs> at the remember cathedral. That. Yeah. 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 I thought you might. <laughs> yes, I remember those. Was, was that on a tour? Was on a tour. Yeah, it was. It was. We did some. Oh. We did some. <laughs> what? Most recent we, we did. Most recent magazine. Yeah, we did. We did. There were 150,000 stairs, too. <laughs> it was. Mary Ellen, are you still on here? I, I am indeed. How are you? Do you want to take an email address or something, or do you want to give me a... I had a phone number for you a long time ago, but I don't know um, if I... I don't think I have one for you mm -hmm. currently. 4802. So. Hi, Mary Four. Ellen. Nancy Hi. How are you? Fine. How are you doing? Say Fine, again, Mary you. Ellen. 480-247-2539. Sherry, I made is you that, Is that home or yep. cell? Thanks, Alan. It's home. Okay. Okay. Thank you, Alan, for bringing me All right. Me I like your job, man. Yeah, thank All you. All right. Sure. Thank you for coming.